come one, come all, it is 2023, and fail still exists as I am recording this podcast. It very well could be over in seven hours, but Jeremy doesn't, Jeremy has one player on Monday night, and it's Josh Allen. So the odds are that the league is still alive going into Monday Night Football tomorrow. And it's just Bach this morning. I'm just going to outline some key matchups specifically for Ben and Jeremy. And we're going to start with the running backs. Miles Sanders is starting for Ben. Nick Chubb is a starting running back for Jeremy. Uh, and we're just going to look through the running back rushing yards versus the commander's defense this year so far. Just running backs, not accounting for quarterbacks, just running backs. Um, last three weeks of the year, so their game, commander's game against the Giants, two games against the Giants actually with Saquon Barkley, and then going up against Christian McCaffrey and the San Francisco 49ers. In week, what was it, week, it must have been week, this week 17, 16, 16, week 14, Washington gave up 63 rushing yards, 3.5 yards per carry, 18 attempts. They did have a touchdown. Um, week after that, they played again, back-to-back weeks. I think there was a bye sprinkled in there or something like that. December 18th. 20 attempts, 4.7 yards per carry, 93 yards, and a touchdown. We know Nick Chubb is not going to get targeted in the passing game in Cleveland. That has never really been his role. The big thing that we're... And then finally, week 16 last week, I think it was on Saturday, Christmas Eve, Washington gave up 24 carries, 76 yards, an average of 3.2, and a rushing touchdown. So Washington has given up a rushing touchdown to a running back in the last three weeks. That doesn't concern me a whole hell of a lot because even on Thursday, we saw Zeke, yeah, he had a rushing touchdown, I think it was in the first quarter or early in the second quarter, finished with 37 yards against a Tennessee Titans team who they have a fairly stout run defense, but we were expecting the, the Cowboys to be up by double digits quite easily at halftime, but Dak threw a few picks. They didn't, they had to air it out a little bit more. If this game is close, Washington versus Cleveland, which I think it will be, Cleveland is not a good football team, nor is Washington. I don't know if that is necessarily good or bad for Nick Chubb. It probably means he will be used a he will probably get close to 20 carries this game if it's close i just don't we need we can't have nick chubb go for a hundred and a touchdown if the league wants to live we need a hey you can go for 60 yards and a score but that also means that miles sanders who we'll get to in a minute has to have a game close to 80 maybe between 80 and 110 all-purpose yards sprinkling a few receptions there and a touchdown to kind of keep this because Ben's up 50 to 50 to nine. He's got a 41 point lead it, just in total points right now. Granted, he has two spots that have, that have been filled to, to Jeremy's one. Um, 
But overall, Washington has given up over 100 rushing yards five times to running backs only this year. In addition, there's only been one multi-touchdown game, and that was versus Derrick Henry back in October. Um, So we're going to see Nick Chubb be productive. It's like Bort and I were saying on Thursday. It is not a matter of if Jeremy's team will score points. It's, hey, we need them to just not hit the – we can't have players like Nick Chubb hit the jackpot and go for 160 and 1 or 140 and two scores and a late final dagger touchdown in the middle of the fourth quarter. Those are things we can't have happen. So we've outlined a little bit. Washington, last three weeks, they've given up rushing touchdowns. They've given up a few receiving yards. We know Nick Chubb's not a receiver. So if Nick Chubb's going to get in between, last week it was 3.2 yards per carry given up. Week before that, 4.7. Week before that, 3.5. Week before that against Atlanta, they gave up five a carry. That cannot happen. Anywhere between 20 carries, 22 carries, Chubb is dealing with a with a foot injury, according to Sleeper. If we see anywhere between three and just over four yards a carry, I think Washington can keep Cleveland out of the end zone. I mean, I, I we need it to. Uh, we need them to. Um the running backs are going to be crucial in this matchup because I think we're going to get a big day from A.J. Brown. We're going to get a big day from Justin Jefferson. That is a given. We're going to have a de- we're going to have a touchdown from George Kittle against Las Vegas. That is probably a given. But the matchup Chubb versus Washington, and now let's go to to Sanders and his matchup against the Saints. Um, I'm using Stat Muse for this, by the way. Really highly recommend using Stat Muse. Let's check. Saints rushing defense. To running backs, running backs only, by the way. This does not account for quarterback rushing. Last three weeks. Last week against Cleveland, Nick Chubb had, or the running backs in Cleveland, had 31 rushes for 100 yards, 3.2 a carry. Even that, I would be more than okay with, I would be more than okay with Sanders getting, hey, Get Sanders 100 yards on the ground or something close to it. Sprinkling, like we said, a few receptions. Last week, New Orleans gave up four receptions to running backs. If Sanders gets those, Sanders is sitting around 14, 15 points. And if if there's a, if there's a touchdown in there, um, receiving or rushing, uh, I like that. The week before that, Atlanta, very strong rushing attack. Although I couldn't name a single Falcon running back besides Cordero Patterson. They had 32 rushes, 193 yards against them back on the 18th of December. Two rushing touchdowns added as well. Week before that, Tampa Bay, 4.1 yards per carry, 19 total attempts, 77 yards on the ground, an additional 12 receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown through the air. So if we've seen anything over the last three games from either of these defenses, it's that Washington will will give up touchdowns. There's been rushing touchdowns the last three weeks. However, the Saints will give up rushing and receiving yards to running backs. No Jalen Hurts. That is a boost. It's a slight dip for A.J. Brown, in my opinion, but that is a tremendous boost, especially if Philly can get into the red zone for Miles Sanders. Even the week before that, San Francisco, 23 rushes, 
92 yards, another eight receptions last or back on uh, November 27th. Even going back a week earlier, Los Angeles Rams, Cam Akers, who? 23 rushes, 106 yards on the ground. Week before that, Pittsburgh, Najee Harris, 31 rushes, 141 yards. Granted, this is all of Pittsburgh ball carriers or all of Pittsburgh running back, so it could have been a little bit of uh, of who's the guy, who's the, the backup for Najee. Can't remember his name. Let's pivot to David Montgomery, also in Jeremy's lineup against Detroit. I think this is going to be a sneaky good matchup for David Montgomery. Let's see the Lions rush defense the last couple weeks. <sighs> last week against Carolina, Detroit gave up 293 rushing yards to, to running backs. Two touchdowns. But... The three, the three weeks before that, Minnesota included 17 attempts against Jets had 17 attempts, 38 yards. Week before that, Minnesota, 17 attempts, 22 yards, one rushing touchdown. Week before that, 14 attempts, 60 yards. Week before that, Buffalo, 17 attempts, 79 yards. Detroit's defense was horrible against the run up through middle of October. But there was a stretch from October 30th until last week when Detroit did not give up 100 rushing yards on the ground to, to a running back room, let alone a singular running back. Justin Fields is the best running back in Chicago. So by all means, have 293 rushing yards, but let's get Justin Fields quite a few of those. If we're going to let the, if we're gonna let the Bears run all over the, the Lions defense, Please let it be Justin Fields. I don't care if I lose the toilet bowl. I really don't. I just want the league to live. And I think that's indicated in Montgomery's only projected 10 points, just just under 11 points. In Montgomery, was he even battling injury this year, or has he just kind of been a little forgettable in my opinion? I mean, last two weeks ago he had 22 points. Week before that, 14 and a half, 12, 19, 4, 4, 7, 12, 8, 16. It's not like David Gummery was the league winner he was even a few years ago. Because last year, wasn't he, didn't he finish running back two? Or running back four overall in 2020 because he had an absolutely insane final championship run. I don't foresee that happening for David Montgomery this year. And I hope it's not this week. Now, Eckler, on the other hand, against the Rams. The Rams are... I mean, let's look it up. Against Denver, 87 rushing yards. Green Bay ran all over the Rams, 141 yards, two touchdowns. Week before that, Las Vegas, Josh Jacobs and the end company, 108 rushing yards and a touchdown. Week before that, 87 yards, 81 yards. Uh, Aaron Donald is not playing for the rest of the season. Best defensive player in football. Eckler's going to get his. He always has. He always will. But can... Can we have uh, a game where Eckler doesn't have eight receptions and a touchdown? Maybe he only has six for 50 yards. And he has one rushing touchdown instead of two. Keep Eckler at the 20-point threshold. I think the league has a pretty good shot at winning. Or at living, I should say. It's going to be fun. 
Justin's going to have a day. Like Ben said in chat, if we if, if Ben has a 40-point lead going into Monday night, that gives Josh Allen all, hey, go ahead and have a 32-point game. Be quarterback one on the week. That's fine. That's fine. But Ben's got to at least distance himself a little bit this week or, or on, in these noon games. Dalvin has to have a day. Dalvin's got to get Dalvin's got to get involved in the passing game. And he's got to get that work in the red zone. No CJ Ham touchdown. No Johnny Munt touchdown. Dalvin touchdowns. Because we know JJ's going to get his. So if JJ goes for 10, 11, 11 catches, 12 catches, 140 yards, like that's going to happen. But Dalvin needs to be prioritized in the running game. especially in the red zone. Ooh, it's going to be fun. Best of luck to Ben and Jeremy. I am very much so rooting for Ben. One final note, Jalen Waddle will not be receiving passes from Tua Tungavailoa. But in Teddy, we trust. I'm actually going to look up wide receiver receiving yards versus the Patriots. The Patriots do not have a good pass defense. Wide receivers last week, Cincinnati, 22 receptions, 273 yards, three touchdowns. Week before that, Las Vegas, 11 receptions, 132, and two touchdowns. Arizona with who started that game? Colt McCoy? Trey McSorley? Trace McSorley? Somebody? Arizona, 16 16 receptions, 170. Buffalo, 15 for 161 and two. Minnesota, mostly Justin Jefferson, 20 receptions, 233 and two. So New England can be thrown on, but is Teddy the guy to make that happen this week? I mean, he needs to be. He needs to be. Jalen may not even need to score a touchdown, but he needs to have six or seven or eight receptions to at least counteract the crazy day that JJ is going to have today. That's what needs to happen. All right, it's 11.57. I'm logging off. Football today. Let's make it a good day. Also, my team, let's let's put Matt in a Waffle House. Let's make it happen. Thanks for listening. Just some thoughts from Bach Sands Bort. Best of luck, everybody. May the league live on. Talk to you this week. Bye.